Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Fangirl. Today, I have my good friend Rita joining me. Welcome to the podcast, Rita. Hey, Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I hear you have a confession for me. I do. I have a confession. All right. Lay it on me. I confess I have never seen Crawl. You've never seen Crawl? Uh, all right. Well, for the listeners out there who have not seen Crawl, which there might be a few of you out there, this is a 1983 science fiction swashbuckler film directed by Peter Yates and written by Stanford Sherman. It follows the journey of Prince Colwyn and his group of outlaws on the planet Crawl to save future queen, Princess Lisa, from the Beast and his constantly teleporting Black Forest. Wow. That is what you're in for. Now, I know this isn't your typical, you know, big blockbuster classical movie, but I know you mm-hmm. for several years now. I know your husband. You go. You both are very nerdy. This came out almost 30 years ago, and you, you've never seen it. You've never... Have you heard of it before? You know, I, I had heard of it because I know my husband has tried to get me to watch it. Oh, okay. All right. I've never... No, no. Just never had... It sounds like crawl, like skull. I don't know. It sounds like... <laughs> Bizarre, yeah. I don't know what it could be. So, yeah, yeah, great. So you re- you really don't know much about this. You're going no. into it fairly blind. When you read me, when you just read that description, I was pretty shocked. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like princesses, you know, like Princess Leia, but no. it, it is a fantasy sci-fi. Yeah. So there's like little bits, elements of each. It's really, I, I obviously, I was what 13 back then, mm. and I just ate it up. I saw it in the theater, loved every minute of it. Right. Uh, it would be interesting to hear what you think because this is a lower budget science fiction fantasy film. Cool. But at the time, the effects were pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to – I'm going to uh, send you off and, and watch this, and then we can discuss it. And I, I hope I hope you at least enjoy it. Yeah. You know, that's If you don't love it, that's fine. But at least <laughs> you'll enjoy it. And you won't hate me forever for making you watch this movie. No, I won't. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to send you off, and then uh, you'll watch it. You'll come back, and we will discuss it. And uh, I'll be talking to you. Well, the listeners will be hearing you in just a second or so, but I'll be talking to you when you're done watching it. So uh, uh, head off and watch it, and we will talk later. Thanks, Kenny. Talk to you later. On a distant planet, a great kingdom was ravaged by beings who came from the future to conquer the universe. Now, the only survivors follow a doubtful seer and a throneless king. They will hold her in the Black Fortress. You must have help. Thieves, bandits, fighters and brawlers. Desperate men. Those are the kind of men I need. Well, you heard him. We are now an army. At the end of an impossible journey, they must fight an invincible enemy. Here's the knowledge you seek. I shall be your king. 
In the fortress, you will face more than the slayers. What is about to happen to them could never have happened on Earth. Columbia Pictures presents a world apart from anything you have seen before. Crawl. All right, Rita's back with us. She just watched Crawl. All right, overall, oh, she's giving me thumbs up, so that's a good thing. You, know, <laughs> you guys can't see it, but she's giving me thumbs up. <laughs> I don't know if that's for the movie or not, or just the fact that I got through Crawl. That's true. But, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So your overall thoughts. I was trying to think the whole time like it was Monty Python meets Star Wars. Hmm. It changed a couple times during the the thing because it was less Star Wars because there was less space and more Monty Python. But then it circled around. It got back to some space stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the movie yeah. initially was never supposed to be space. It was a, wow. it was a fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. And then Star Wars hit big. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we have to make it space. So then all of a sudden they became aliens who had this mysterious medieval plant or castle that would go from place to place to place so they kind of turned it into you know somewhat of a sci-fi right that makes sense yeah yeah did you enjoy any of the characters did you i mean you got through it so that was an accomplishment there and i know like i said i know it's not the most stellar movie but for me it's the nostalgia because i watched it when i was a kid and right you know and it was meant just for a fun kind of popcorn type you know, sci-fi movie. And back then we didn't get many of these. So, you know, it's not like today where every other movie is geek oriented, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So do you have any favorite characters you can recall? Colin is dreamy. He's sometimes very stupid, but mostly very dreamy. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked um, Ergo. He was very funny. Yes. Yeah. He was. I liked when he turned into the dog. That was my favorite part. Very cute. Yes. The seer and Titch were very cute. Um, the Cyclops. Yeah, and Lissa. You know, they were all very, very fun. Yeah, yeah, character. yeah, yeah. Very cool. What do you think of special effects? Not good. Okay. And I was surprised it was 83. Star Wars was like 10 years before this. Mm-hmm. Not quite, but almost. Mm-hmm. And they had better special effects. I mean, even those when Star Wars came out, it was not like, I mean, when it came out, it was like, oh my God, these are amazing special effects, yeah. right? Yeah. But then as time went on, you were like, oh, the special effects weren't that great. Yeah. They were still, you know, good for the time. They told the story, but these were like, these were definitely like the, that's where the Monty Python part comes in. Cause I could definitely see like the, the the clouds yeah. being drawn into the sky a little, a little bit like, lower budget than a star wars yes, movie yeah definitely yeah definitely. yeah do you notice any like big stars were in this well they're not big they weren't big stars then but they were big stars now which i always thought was right. cool because i know uh robbie coltrane who plays hagrid right he's, right he's in it and then you have um liam neeson in it yeah. And then you have there's one other person let me freddie jones has been in yeah. something hasn't yeah. he yeah yeah He's been in a lot. So, yeah. So it's always cool to see actors that we know are these huge names. And they did these little stints, you know, in B sci-fi movies. 
Right. So that's always fun to see. So actually, I was because I you know I didn't know Robbie Coltrane until the Harry Potter movie. So I saw Crawl obviously many years before, and I saw it, you know when I watched it over and over again. And just recently, I watched it and I was like, oh my god, that's Hagrid. And you know, right? Because at the time, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, it was hard to to picture that. So yeah, yeah. Did you watch it with your husband, or did you just watch it solo? I did. Mark watched it as well. Yeah. Did he enjoy it? He enjoyed it the first time. Yeah, he liked it. He had he had tried to get me to watch it before, but to be honest, once I started watching it, I didn't remember anything. <laughs> I was like, we tried to watch this before. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, well, I'm glad you actually took the time. I, and like I said, I know it wasn't, you know, the stellar classical, typical classical, but most most nerdy science fiction fantasy lovers have seen this movie. Right. What did you think of the music? Did it leave any kind of impression with you? No, I did notice it because I was like, okay, I mean, the music is what kind of made Star Wars and mm-hmm. certain other, you know, John Williams. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is definitely not John Williams. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's James Horner, who's a really yeah. prolific uh, composer as well. Yeah, so, yeah, it definitely was, there were some beautiful parts yeah. to it, but it was definitely kind of techy, mm-hmm. like. They were trying to go for the high tech kind of thing. Yeah. So. Again, they were trying to do the sci-fi yes. version of it. Yeah. The movie it it really did it didn't it bombed here in the states. Yes. Uh, but it did do really well. It, it is a cult favorite now. You know, it definitely got that. Yes. cult. That's why I wanted to include it in our list of movies because it is a cult, a cult Absolutely. classic. Absolutely. You know, and then now that you can say you saw it. You know, you yeah. you don't have to ever watch it again. No, I don't. But, you know, but you, you saw it now. So if anyone asks if you've seen Kroll, you can say, yeah. That's right. I've seen Kroll. I, I, have... I feel very, very educated on Kroll. That's right. Sure. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. There was one thing we were talking about when we first started watching it. They kept saying the glaive. The glaive. I and love then, the glaive. And we then we noticed throughout the movie, some people said glaive and some people said glape oh, or okay. something. Glaive so or, mis- I don't know. Mispronounce or pronounce it several ways. Yeah. Yeah. It is the so, glaive with a V. Okay. Yeah. With a V. The yeah. glaive. Yeah. 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 That was cool. I love, that's one of my favorite weapons. I don't know how you well, throw it and catch it because it's, yes, it's completely. It would back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like a skill saw. Yeah. But it was like a, a what is that thing that you throw and it comes back at you? The boomerang. A skill saw oh, yes. boomerang. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. fun. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Cool. Well, again, I so appreciate you taking the time and watching it and doing the podcast with me. Uh, hopefully, you know, we'll find another movie that you can watch that you actually want to see uh, more than oh. more than uh, making you watch this one. But. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I, I that's what i'm movies. saying i'm glad you enjoyed it at least you, you know you got something yeah. out of it uh and so that's that's always good Absolutely. thank you again for joining me i really appreciate it and i'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon so uh, uh thank you and thank you to my listeners for tuning in and we'll see you again so until next time take care confessions of a fan girl check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his knights. 
And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Confessions of a Fanboy is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Work 3.0 United States License All Rights Reserved.